The world is changing rapidly. Empowerment is happening actively. Now is the best point in time to connect, share our unique stories. Through life experiences, we're learning from others and discovering our limitless potential, challenging our beliefs and aligning our action to our values, embracing our emotions and transforming ourselves so we can transform the world. Will we trust the progress? So roughly around, I would say, late 2015, early 2016, um, there was just an idea initially to start like a barbershop finder because I was always moving around to different like states and then also different boroughs in New York, where we're originally from. And I just had issues just always finding a barbershop. And then also I was growing out my hair and I was growing out my beard. So I was interested in more man, men's like focused products. And that kind of started me on this journey of just trying all these different products for myself and um, just experimenting, experimenting with just a bunch of different things in the market. And I noticed that there was such a heavy focus on women's uh, goods and, and products, and there wasn't really anything for men. And I think around that time, there was a boost in men's grooming. So that was something very new to like the market, like men's grooming was becoming this large part of like the beauty and cosmetics um, industry. So we had the idea, I tapped my friend Keegan here and I ran the idea behind uh, to him just to figure out, okay, we need to be able to create a platform for men to be able to get the advice they need around grooming as well as be able to find a barbershop. Uh, we later dropped the idea for the barbershop but we wanted just to focus on the idea of just product discovery for men. And as we are going through that, we've noticed that there's just been a lot, a lot of issues within the men's community that just aren't really addressed by a lot of these companies, especially the grooming companies. And some of them do portray a sense of this. I mean, I don't, so for lack of a better word, it was like this, 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 this idea of masculinity that was sometimes unachievable for the average man. So we noticed that, you know what, we need to be able to put content out to kind of address some of these issues to kind of help men understand that their masculinity could be demonstrated in different ways and we can also help from a grooming standpoint so we start to conceive this 360 idea of that we want to actually create a better place for men on this earth as well as so they can look at themselves in the mirror and be content with who they are physically and also mentally uh keegan if you have any other like points you want to like throw in there yeah, yeah touch, touch base on um, either one of you really touch base on that physical and mental connection because I, I think that's an intrig intriguing topic to really touch upon. So please elaborate why that is, is very important, that, that mental and, and making that connection with the, the physical appearance. Yeah, definitely. You know, like um, one of the things that we've noticed during, you know, like our time actually working on Hair Club is, you know, like men have these um society kind of puts a lot of like pressure on men and because of that and men end up putting a lot of pressure on themselves and that impacts them from a mental standpoint men feel like they need to be a provider men need uh feel the pressure that they need to um 
you know, like fit a, a, a particular mold or fit into a certain box to, you know, like attract a mate or a, a wife, a girlfriend, whatever the case may be. Um, so one of the things that we wanted to do was actually give men the opportunity to um, use physical spaces where they can actually talk about like, you know, like what are their insecurities? Where, where are things that they feel like they need to work on? Because not every man is built like, you know, like um, Shannon Tatum or something, I don't know, like, or, or like any star athlete, anybody that we're seeing on the media, on the TV screen is what like the perfect ideal man is. I think that's what a lot of men were striving to be. And that was just not something like Mario was saying was attainable. And that had a negative effect on, on some men because they basically just started putting themselves and grading themselves against a benchmark that, you know, like wasn't realistic. Instead, you know, like we wanted men to actually feel like a little bit more com com comfortable and confident within themselves. Um, be the best that they are. Don't look for outside um, influences to complete them, so to speak. Um, but just complete themselves by, you know, building and within um, from the, you know, like the physical standpoint, everybody has physical goals, you know, like we wanted to address that too. We, we both struggled with that working in co uh, corporate America, feeling like we needed to look like everybody else. Uh, one of the things that I, when we started actually working on hair club, I didn't want to grow my hair out because I felt like in our office, I needed to have a very clean cut shaved head in order to be accepted by my peers so i didn't want as a black man to um grow out my hair in more of a, like a, my natural hair hair type or any my natural hair texture i felt like it would make me feel like an outsider so i wanted to speak to that that end and so did mario as well in reaching out and trying to get guys to feel a little bit more comfortable in, in you know like taking more chances with their you know like their physical aesthetic their appearance things like that getting a little bit more uh, aligned in like the fitness and nutrition space as well, you know, um, all of that, all those things, um, if that makes sense. Yo, that, that like makes a lot of sense. And it's it. what I'm hearing is that you value working on yourself, like self acceptance, self worth, self esteem, self confidence, right. and really being able to align that and have that as a priority first, then work on maybe if you, you want to uh, get a six pack, right? Like right. not everybody's body's designed for that, but it maybe if, if that's what you're striving for, it's going to take a lot of work, but it, and, and I, I love, I love that concept because what happens a lot of times is we're, we're using the external, whether that's purchasing a home, a car, whatever, whatever that is, that dream job, that dream girl, and once we obtain that, now we're, we'll finally feel confident. Now we'll finally have that self-esteem. But it's, it's, it's reversed. Like, you need to have that self-worth, that self-esteem, that self-confidence. And having those external things, what, whatever that is, that materialistic thing that you're striving after to complete you. And it's icing on the cake. It's not, it's not the icing and the cake but it's the icing you put on top of the cake because you already feel great about yourself so I, I love I love that concept now now going back through this journey you guys were both on and, and you guys can both chime in what was a memorable challenge that you were faced with or a aha moment that you really figured out this inner game is is more important before you work on striving for the, those external goals 
Um, so I'd say one aha moment that we had was um, there was a, um, so we were working on like the grooming stuff predominantly, but then we also were trying to inch our way into like the more, as I said, like self-awareness, emotional intelligence, internal stuff to men. And we noticed that Gillette released some, it released a commercial around um, being a man, like boys will be boys and like teaching boys, like you don't have to do X, Y, Z. You don't got to live up to this expectation. You don't have to be physically violent to be a man and everything else like that. And it was an interesting commercial and I understood where they were coming from, but then the, 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 the comment section and like the, the disapproval in the YouTube video itself was like abysmal. Like everyone was like getting mad at them. Like you guys created this, 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 um, you guys created this, this, uh, I guess this space. or you guys created this brand around men shaving. They're all brolic in front of the mirror, like this manly vibe. And now you're kind of backing up and telling us we have to be this. And a lot of men feel like they're being attacked in some way when someone's just challenging the status quo of who they are as a man. So it was interesting to kind of see that. So Keegan and I kind of met with each other and spoke about that and just kind of figured out, all right, how can we actually, how can we actually provide content and how can we speak to our community in a way that's not really looking down on them or telling them that they're wrong, but still providing the, the necessary tools for them to improve themselves while they can still maintain their rightful, I guess, feeling of being a man as well. Yeah, definitely. I, I agree with that 100%. I think one of our core values as a company and a brand is to be objective and inform and object, objectively and really let people know that we're all on the same, let all guys know we're all on the same team. You know, like we, I want you to succeed as much as you should want me to, to succeed. It's not a contest. It's not a rat race. Um, I think the, the Gillette commercial got bad press because it felt very preachy. And I think it, it didn't create you know, a dialogue. It just created like a message that was just like pushed in front and told to, you know, like a certain group of men and they reacted kind of like with a knee jerk reaction and, you know, they felt offended. Um, and I think because there's not many resources where we can actually create a space where guys can interact and then actually have these discussions because like that, if we had these spaces, then a lot of these uh, misconceptions or, confusion could be avoided and they could say like okay I get why you were saying this um, another like kind of aha moment for us we did um, an interview with a psychotherapist out in, in London uh, his name is Jerry what's Jerry's last name Mario Jerry Hyde Hyde uh, so Jerry was actually doing he hosts a men group a men's group that he's had for about 20 years or a little bit longer and it's been the same group of men and they all were dealing with their own internal demons, a lot of challenges that they've had. Like one guy, like his, uh, his father was uh, like fought in World War II. Uh, and it was actually a Nazi like, and used to be abusive to him and his mother. And he had to deal with those types of challenges. And what we learned was a lot of men, they internalize these issues. So we don't see the, the you know, like the struggle and the pain that a lot of guys are going through going through because most men are pretty stoic they, they deal in, with pain internally and not you know having conversations with other people who can help them um seeing that and seeing like the rise of like suicides among men you know like in their later years 
that was an aha moment too for us because we realized that we know we need to fix these broken men and we need to create like a space where we can actually do that. And and I'm I'm just curious. So I agree that men tend to hold things in, especially if it's from a fear standpoint or a pain standpoint. And I think women, and this is just in general, women are able to express themselves and men tend to not express their emotions. Like what are they feeling to others in, in fear of or try to avoid the situation? And, and it's important to have that outlet. So what, what are your thoughts about the ways that men can openly express themselves and also in really kind of change and shift that way of dealing with pain or fear? So I think, so things are actually, I feel like we're on the right track in terms of like society of men becoming a little more vulnerable, especially with some of the things that they're, they're, they're struggling with. So you can look at like Charlemagne, the Power 105 host, he talks about his anxiety and him being molested as a kid. And then you see someone like a common come out and explain that in his book that he was molested as a kid or something like that, as well as someone like a Kevin Love who in the NBA, he explains, he talks about his issues of anxiety and how it can cripple him at times. So I do feel like mental health is becoming, um, it's just coming to the front stage of a lot of issues that men have. And the confidence of these big figures in coming out and giving their reasons why they struggle with it, I think give men another reason to kind of look more internally. And I think what we're, well, what we're trying to do is create a space where it's going to be okay for you to actually share those stories. And I think men just need to know that it's okay to commune and share those pains and their, and, 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 and their downfalls so that they can have a, a better and feel a lot lighter in life, you know? Um, and that's one of the things that Jerry is doing, just working with those men's groups. But right now we don't have, that just doesn't exist right now, right? So we need to be able to build out those spaces so men can actually share those, those their opinions and their thoughts in a free space that's non-judgmental in order to, for them to kind of, you know, improve in some way. Yeah, that, no, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, in, in, in terms of my perspective, um, my background is in psychology, but in terms of my perspective, it's super important to build emotional fitness. And what I mean by that is there's going to be things that are going to be challenging or you have to face internally as a man. And I think our, our natural inclination is to be competitive. So kind of using that synergy, using that synergy and allowing a space to have men be competitive, but it's, it's directed, it's on purpose. It's like mindful competitiveness and what I mean by that is it say for example like you do a simple challenge of 30 days you're gonna do I don't know a, a hundred push um, squats right so now you've created this space for men to be competitive but you're also building a collective energy of emotional fitness because there's something about movement right movement and there's something about being able to deal with that pain through movement on purpose. So, yes, I think it's great to have men kind of open up and share, but I think there's there's different outlets and this is this is all from like my perspective, my belief and and men how men kind of operate cuz 
at a at a at a certain level, women and men are are different in the way they deal with emotions, right? So if there's a way to merge that with how men are already deal with emotions, I think it's that much more powerful. And then men can feel like they're a part of something bigger than them. And I, I think that's where where you really are able to live your authentic self is when you have the ability to learn, continuously grow on purpose, and then you're able to share that and give that to other people. And if that's done at a large scale, where now men are working together, empowering each other, it becomes like this this snowball and and then that becomes a new norm. So collectively at a conscious level, that becomes a new norm and it's okay to feel pain, to, to feel fear, but now you're in control. Cause I think it's, it's, it's the more important part is being able to control our emotions, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and do it, do it mindfully and do it on purpose to direct it towards something that's, that's going to be bigger than us. Th- does that make sense? No, definitely. Yeah. We're, we're definitely on the same wavelength there. That's definitely the goal. Um, I think one of the other things, and I guess one of the challenges is also generational and also cultural, because you see, whenever we say men, we speak as, it's just such a large blanket statement. And I think sometimes as individuals that live in the United States, we get, we, we don't realize that we're in a bubble, for example, you know, like the westernized point of view when it comes to, you know, like manhood, masculinity is going to differ from that within many countries in Africa, within the Europe, within Asia, you know, there are a lot of different nuances with how, you know, like manhood is, is actually perceived and, and what, um, and the way that people actually interact. There are some similarities, 100%, but also from the generation, generational standpoint, you'll see some of these uh, newer, younger men within Gen Z be a lot more, I don't want to say emotionally intelligent, because there there is a lot of unintelligent emotionally mm-hmm. young people um but you see that they're a lot more comfortable with um certain things that were kind of like full pause within society previously within individuals like within our our generation like i'm 30 i'll be 33 this year you know like for the people that i know growing up there were certain things and topics that weren't really touched or discussed um because it wasn't you know viewed to be you know something that you would talk about or discuss and now when I look at young people that are in their early 20s and even late teens, and they're, they have the utmost confidence to actually speaking about them within groups, you know, I find that interesting. Um, I was speaking with my wife the other day, and, and we were talking about relationships, for example. And one of the things that they noted was, you know, like young men are at, in groups talking about like how they feel about a certain girl or how they feel about the relationships that they're having, like they're talking a little bit more about their feelings. Whereas those weren't conversations that we would have with our, our group of guy friends. It might be like one particular relationship that you have, like your best friend you might say like, hey, I'm feeling this way about, you know, like a, 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 my girlfriend or my wife or whatever the case may be. But now the way the, the, the changes by age group is, is very unique and it's been interesting to watch and, and 